0: Are you recording right now, Rodney? Yeah. This is all (laughs) cool. Yeah! (laughs) <laughs> All right, welcome to um, that just happened—the podcast that makes Rodney's commute suck. Hopefully, just a little bit less. Pre-recorded in the FTC and in the mothership of Rodney, the white van, if you will. Edited—I don't even know where we're gonna edit this. It might be me, me editing it this time. So it might be edited in the FTC because God forbid Rodney have to edit the, this podcast. That's gonna be more guerrilla warfare than anything else.
1: Pre-recorded yeah. on Friday the thirteenth. I think that what might be what's fucking me over.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's real. That's real (laughs) shit, though. It really is. So so let's break. Let's break down what's happening right now.
0: So originally the podcast was supposed to have myself and Rodney, of course, Nick and Luke from the awesome father show. of You're going to get a disease. And our good friend Roy here. Uh, Roy is here. Say hi, Roy. Hey. This is Roy Kinsey. What the fuck is everybody? Or do you want to be called Royale in this podcast? Call me what you want. i not call you late for breakfast. (laughs) 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 Um, Rodney was supposed to be here, but he was driving up from Peoria, right?
1: Yep. Driving in from Peoria. Podcast is making my commute suck as we speak. We're just going to jump right into the fuck yous. Because uh, on my way back from Peoria, Peoria is uh, three miles out from the FTC. I was uh, had my Waze app going. I was set to uh, arrive at my destination at uh, 8 on the dot when we start recording. Expressway stops at a standstill. And it's now 922. Um, this was two and a half hours ago. And um, it sounds like it's going to be a pretty serious uh, semi-truck accident. Um, I saw helicopters land about a mile out. MedVac was dispatched. But uh, my fuck you. This week is gonna go out to iDot for not being able to clear this up quick enough. And also the uh the jackass truck driver whose fault it was from the get-go.
0: Rodney, you are sorely missed, my friend. I miss you and I haven't even met you. I'm (laughs) I'm sure I'm sure the uh I'm sure the listeners are probably a little perturbed by what's going on. Moving on to my fuck you. Uh fuck you first and foremost to the terrorists that are striking. France. By now this will be a week old in news, but our hearts and our prayers go out to everyone in France during this crazy time over there right now. Kind of puts puts other things into perspective, but a less hearted fuck you today would be to, uh... Also to IDOT for screwing Rodney over on this podcast. <laughs> and to Falco's Pizza, located on the south side of Chicago. Possibly the worst pizza joint I've ever eaten from in my life. Oh, no. And people from the south side always fucking eat Falco's. Always. I'd rather have $5 hot and ready than Falco's.
1: Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know what the big deal about Falco's is. I mean, there's... Yeah, I, I can't even explain Falco's Pizza. If you're not from Chicago and you come to town and you eat pizza at Falco's, please don't judge us by that black ass pizza restaurant
2: (laughs) (laughs) but you guys got a giordano's over here right yeah over here there's a giordano's a where i
0: work people aren't fancy enough to want to spend money for giordano's
2: Oh, okay okay i feel that
0: and b falco's is very close to my job so people just assume that hey that's close let's have falco's when it's like hey i'd rather spend the extra five dollars to have quality pizza I got you. Uh, Roy? Yeah, and-
1: I'm, oh. I'm personally a Malnadi's guy. Um, I'm always a fan of Connie's. And, um, yeah, you can't go wrong with Giordano. So if you. For the listeners who aren't in the Chicagoland area, uh, those are my
2: top three picks. Oh yeah. I have a place that's by my house, Vito Angelos, and my family has been been ordering from them for about thirty years. Is this the former so components? No, oh. I don't know. I mean, they've been around as long as I've been alive, so I don't think they're a, form, a former former oh, okay. like anything. They're right on Fullerton. But I have some surprising news about pizza. For the last like four or five times I've ordered pizza, I've ordered from Domino's and it's been surprisingly good because Domino's was like, you know, on the same level to me as, you know, the 5 dollar <laughs> <I'm> ready. <laughs> but they have a chicken bacon ranch pizza that's really 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 good. So, whatever, Domino's. And then there's whatever. A, Yeah.
1: Whatever Domino's is doing, yeah, they're doing it. They're making changes and they're doing it right. I I like to order from them lately the pizza with alfredo sauce and Philly steak. That sounds
2: so good. good. That sounds so good. I just... I'm, I I can honestly say I haven't had Domino's in about 15 years. Yo, try Domino's. They are like a new pizza joint for
0: sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to give them another look. They're like a new old school pizza joint. <laughs> what was the name of that cartoon character? Was it Domino? Remember that little cartoon character that, that Domino's once had? The, no- the, the Noid. Noid. Yeah, Noid? the Noid. Remember that shit? Not at all. He's like a red costume. head, had like bunny ear looking things. Oh, it was okay. Like, it was claymation. A memory getting jogged. I see. Um, yeah, I think it was not Anyway, before you start talking about being annoyed, you want me to say my fuck you, yeah, but I don't have Roy, one. You don't have any fuck you's? No. Come on. I had a good week. <laughs> All right. Do you have fuck any fuck you's that have led ever in your life up to leading up to this fucking podcast? Because
2: <laughs> it's not like you were here last week. I'm gonna say something I talked about not too long ago was uh, this rapper, this guy, um, straight dude, like said something about you know approving me, and I made a, a Instagram video, so you can follow me on Instagram to, to kind of see the video. I didn't not really go into any details, which I won't do, you know, tonight either, but uh, he was feeling as though, you know, since he was straight, that he could, like, approve us doing a song and... I find that a lot, you know, there's a lot of, um, being a gay rapper, there's a lot of rappers who are straight, and they may not be as good, but they feel because they're straight, they can say, yo, maybe I'll think about doing a track with you, or some shit like that, but it's like the talent isn't there, you know, and it's weird, so fuck you to those guys.
0: What's good is, in a rap song, you can say, suck my dick, and really mean it, you know (laughs) what I mean? It's not just, unlike other people, and I never understood that shit Like um,
2: It's new It's new It's it's something that people Still have to figure out I mean for them You know They I'm have sure, to I'm figure sure, it out I'm
0: sure No offense to you I'm sure you're not the first Out there gay rapper No But uh, Not at all In the mainstream You're the only one that I know of personally a eh? and i'm sure that like I've, I've heard theories about pretty major rappers that are out there that are on the down low and sure. nobody ever knows about it yeah and for the most part like rappers and people in the hip-hop world especially seem to be very
2: homophobic well and i <laughs> it's so strange because i just feel like we always talk about hip-hop and talk about homophobia and hip-hop but we never talk about you know just homophobia in society and the fact that that's just you know there's homo there's homophobia everywhere yeah there's Homophobia everywhere, and it, it just exists in hip hop music as well. I'm sure that it would exist in country music if people talked about it more, or if somebody came out and said that they were gay. There's been a well, I mean, people there's Clay like, Aiken phobo- and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Who's the RB
0: singer that just came out for being gay? Was it a couple of years ago? Frank Ocean. Yeah. Wasn't there somebody else too? Everybody. I remember gay. I remember people thinking that that was such a big fucking deal, like, oh, he's gay, like like they're not gonna care about his music anymore. Same thing with Sam Smith. Like I knew I know a Sam. bunch of guys that Sam Smith made that song Stay with Me which is an amazing song. Absolutely amazing song. Yeah. And I, I was listening to it a lot and then it came out that he was gay and apparently like if I walk around singing that song, people are like oh, what are you, gay? Like
2: why the fuck do I have to No, G- I don't Gay people like,
0: I don't even want to say our music and and deal with it. Like it's just, why does it have to be that I'm gay just to,
2: that, if, if I sing Queen or Elton John, does that make me fucking gay? No. <laughs> I mean these are, these are cl- I don't think that people feel that way. I don't think that, I, I think that Sam Smith came out and was able to do something. Just as Frank Ocean was you know it kind of got to a point where the music was so good and so undeniable that it was just like everybody's singing these songs and I don't think anybody is really I don't think anybody is really thinking that but it's but there's something very very different in rap though because that was always a very that was always the jab you know that was like the jab if if anybody even believed that you could be gay that was
0: like nice with the whole. that could be career i rock i rock hoes you rock fellas fellas. fellas.
2: yeah yeah and even bringing up a's and and how that was believed for a very long time to only be a a gay disease that could be that was like career ending and so to turn that on its head and to have people like owning it and coming out and saying it you know like I think that there's always been gay rappers I mean of course there there have been but to actually embrace it talk about it like put some subject matter around it you know like that's that's different and i think that a lot of people are having problems with it like old-ass rappers and just like a bunch of people but you know it doesn't it doesn't really matter and that was one of the things that i was going to say there was a point where you know there were people you know guards of the music basically and you had to ask for the cosign or you had to get permission to do this and do that Mm -hmm. and will i be accepted and now i don't think that it's there because we've been at the door saying yo what's up can we get in can we get on your label can we be signed by you can we make a track together? And without we train this without it, like shit.
0: But the thing is, you you want to be on the <clears> label. <throat> you want to be respected as an artist. But you don't want to be there to be the token gay guy either.
2: No, 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 no. And, no,
0: and that's that's the flip yeah, side.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I blame a lot of that. I blame a lot of that stigma on the music producers who are just you know they're not recognizing quality music and they're really trying to package and market something into like an image that they think that you know the general public can accept i'm sure yeah there's rumored about a lot of rappers out there who are on the down low gay but you know i'm sure the producers and publicists are oh no you know we can't have that image Blah blah. It's like the, what they tried to do with MC Hammer. They tried to make him into like a fucking gangster rapper, you know. And and I think the whole the whole image that these producers think that you know people are willing to accept. Which thank God for the internet, where we can be exposed to actual artists and good music. We don't have to be force fed what you know these gatekeepers think that you know we should be listening to. Um, that and gay out of Compton doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs>
0: man you were sitting in your car waiting for that one (laughs) that was good all right hold on hold on i'm gonna stop and record again first off (laughs) let me also say ronnie that as you're talking i want to be
2: like all right go ahead call her but i don't want to i don't want to take it there right now soon enough uh yeah, yeah i think that that's a really good point and 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 to be fair you know what i mean i i also want to just you know have the realization that it is a business And if people feel as though you won't be profitable as a gay artist and they don't know how to market you or people will have a hesitation, I mean, I guess we don't have to really think about that as much anymore since we're moving into a digital era. And so you won't really be going into Best Buy and then you have to... Hold this CD of this gay artist and think what people are going to think about you. Not even a gay artist, a gay rapper. A lot of things have to change, but you can just buy music off your phone right now. It's very personal. It's not like it was before. Mm -hmm. Things are things are things are going to things are changing already. But it's just it's funny.
0: You have people like I can't remember the name of that French duo that released their own album uh, without any help of any label, and then you have guys like Macklemore and Ryan Lewis that hey we you know we had record labels coming to us asking if they can do something for us and you know we're we're doing it on our own and look at how how they've blown up and and they're uh they have their own exposure and in their own right i mean <laughs> macklemore is a fucking beast when it comes to rhymes i, I, I don't care what I, I mean people still bring up oh you know he's white so it's a cliche kind of thing or it's uh what's the word i'm looking for it's a, uh, it's like a cash grab that he's white. Like it's that he's he's not a real rapper. Like like people wouldn't respect him if he had the same rhymes if he was black. And I I don't think that that's true either. No,
1: my beef with Macklemore is if a friend of mine went to his concert and it, as it turns out he actually
2: does charge fifty dollars for his t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should. I mean I have no quips with, and I, I I may just be in a in a really good space, which is where I where I always want to be. But in this moment. Mm. As, a, as an artist, you have to find your audience and then you have to sell shit to them. And that's what he's done, you know? Essentially, that's all Macklemore has done like that. It wasn't his first album. Macklemore has been rapping for like ten years. He's put out like mad albums, like mad mixtapes. You hit you find your your group and these are your fans. I mean, you can't you can't hate on that man for whatever whatever he's doing, whether you agree with the music or not. He's a pop star. He wants to be a pop star. He wants pretty much what everybody wants. There's people that wanna wanna be uh underground or have probably just settled and been okay with being underground and and these are the kind of rhymes that i you know want to make but you want to be a pop artist and make shit about (laughs) mopeds and and thrift stores and and it works work it yeah speaking of fans let's
0: move on to the shout out segment shall we cool (laughs) First off, I want to shout out the wife, and it's not going to be a blah, blah, blah today. It's going to be a legit shout out to Maria. Shout out to Maria for supporting me. Uh, I just got my promotion thing that we were talking about before. It just came to head today, so I finally got uh, all that going on. We don't talk about work, so we're going to leave that to the side. But thank you for supporting me. Uh, I know the past six weeks haven't necessarily been, been easy ones for my wife and the family, but thanks for all the help. Shout out to Rodney for still wanting to do the show, of course. I know it's not the, the best of conditions but hell we we make this shit work shout out to the fans that hopefully still listen to us as we're doing this obviously this isn't going to be the best sounding episode but it Shouldn't take away from how awesome I think this show is going to be today. Shout out to Roy for still coming, even though he knew he wouldn't get a chance to meet Rodney, who's adorable, and uh, get the full feel of the UTJH show. And, uh, yeah, thanks for all that. You guys, thank you so much. Roy? Shout out
2: to DJ Castle and Mike Spitz. We just put out a song about a week ago called Wild Child. Castle made the beat. Uh, Mike laid down his verse. And it was ill. And uh, shout out to me because <laughs> <laughs> because I have never worked more. Uh, I have never worked harder on a song. And we had our verses, you know, ready already. But but this is the first song that this is the this is like you know me marking a new era of music making and we put a lot into this and, and I'm always anxious and that's the thing about me as far as when, it, when I make music is like when I make it and I've written a dope verse then I'm always ready to put it out but there's really a lot that goes into making music and the you know the only thing about music is that it needs to sound good it needs to be pleasing to the ear and so there's so much more that goes into it besides just having a really dope verse and uh, so Castle listened to it and and was not satisfied and had so many edits and I you know after recording the verses we spent another probably five days just making edits to the sounds uh, of the song and the hook and all those things and I really just feel like that gave me a real insight and a realization about becoming a better artist and putting out quality music. So shout out to him for having a, a good ear and uh, being re- relentless and unsettling. You know, that's the, and, and, and shout out to Mike Spitz for his verse, uh, cause he's one of the first features. I don't really feature with people a lot. I felt like I had a lot to prove and proving just that I can make albums by myself and I don't depend on a feature verse for attention or anything. But I did this for the, for the artistry. So I'm in a, a, a really new place and I'm like in collaboration so shout out to those two
1: robbie I think that might have been our first self shout out <laughs> can, can, can we call that a shelfie
3: <laughs> you got, me. You got a shelfie.
1: Nice, nice. But uh, yeah, I got a shout out to my wife as opposed to just the normal weekly obligatory shout out only because Adam makes me feel guilty about him shouting out his wife every week. Thank you to my wife for holding it down because we don't talk about work, but it's been crazy. Obviously, I had to spend the day in Peoria today. Um, I might be going out of town next week. And I know she's it's uh, it's not easy to take care of the two kids. And I appreciate her holding it down and making sure that, you know, they're fed and changed and have the basics and much, much more even more than that so shout out to her shout out to one of my godsons, Aiden whose uh, birthday just passed who provided with his birthday party the opportunity for uh, my kids to see their first movie so I was real excited about that um and then uh oh shit we gotta do birthday shout outs too I don't even have the app pulled up uh shout out to uh my friend Ian Karina and wow. actually actually those are those are the only birthdays uh the week that this is gonna air
0: all right good good All right, moving on. All right, moving on to the Um I Just Saw portion. This is our portion where we talk about things that we've seen within the past week, month, in Roy's case, however long that he wants to say because he's never been on the show before. So he can say that he saw something 15 years ago and it'll still work as an Um I Just Saw. Cool. Cool. So, um, I just saw, and Marie and I are gonna burn through the entire series, episode one and episode two of Star Wars. Granted, I've seen the movie multiple, the movies multiple times, but now that this, that the new movie, The Force Awakens, comes out in December, gotta rewatch them. We gotta rewatch them from scratch. Yeah. Start picking the movies apart bit by bit. And Marie and I have never just sat down and watched the movies together, one and one.
2: I have a confession.
0: I, hold on, because I don't want to hear it yet. <laughs> Because if if it ends up up being I've never seen a single Star Wars, you can get out. I'm going to go get a beer right now. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 1, the bastard stepchild of the entire series, I would say, has arguably one of the greatest villains ever portrayed in a movie. One of Rodney's favorites, obviously. Uh, Well, I don't know how obvious it is. I'm sure we've talked about it before. But still, Darth Maul, one of the greatest villains. Somebody that they really could have made into the Darth Vader of the original trilogy. And they didn't, which I thought, I told Maria, it would have been really cool if they had Darth Maul be the bad guy for the first three. And she's like, well, what about Darth Vader? I'm like, have it in episode three towards the end, instead of the just the fight between Obi-Wan and Anakin, spoiler alert. Instead of just having those two fight, have, you know, before that, a fight of Anakin versus Darth Maul. And with having him kill Darth Maul, kill the person that, you know, would have taken his place as Lord of the Dark Side and have him transition into that evil part of his life and you could finally figure out who would have win in, in a fight, Darth Maul or, or uh Darth Vader, which would have been fucking awesome. But besides that you had to deal with Jar Jar Binks, the black guy of the galaxy, as he was called for the longest time when people <laughs> thought that Star Wars was fucking racist. You had Waddle, who was everyone complains, was the Jew of the galaxy that everyone thought was racist. And you had the Trade Federation uh, Viceroy that everyone thought were the Asian guys of <laughs> of the series that everyone thought was racist. So that movie was like Transformers 2 just like 10 years earlier. But both, I love both movies. I love all the movies. I, I absolutely do. For all the flaws that are in them, and there are many. Scenes that could be cut out that are needless. Little stuff like that. All, all, all of that is really just... You gotta understand that George Lucas wants to be this deep, enthralling storyteller, Mm -hmm. and he's not always that. Does it take away from how awesome those movies are? Not really. People that claim that the first trilogy sucks just for the few pockets of things that are bad. I'm more glasses half full kind of guy, and I'd rather say the series wasn't as bad as most people think for the pocket of good things that they do. Besides that, I've also seen a few dance videos from <laughs> that was sent to me by uh, Jared Sampson, Mr. Jared Sampson, who we did a show this past Sunday. It was like a world champion of uh, dance kind of thing. It's street dancing, urban dancing, however you want to call it. I can't remember the guys' names that were, but... I. There were these other guys called Les Twins.
2: Oh, yes.
0: Those guys are fucking amazing. Those are
2: Beyonce's dancers.
0: Are they? Yeah. Either way, if you ever get a chance, look up look up the one that they do together too it starts off with careless whisper amazing yeah absolutely incredible. fucking amazing they're incredible i've never seen this kind of shit before Mm-mm. they're beautiful yeah. to watch
2: i mean they have mastered they've mastered the arts of of movements and yeah they've done some things that i, I, I don't that really i've never seen yet. anybody anybody do i mean it's it's unreal yeah definitely all right
0: Roy. have you seen anything
2: What have I seen? Uh, He's like, I see
0: myself in the mirror and I'm proud of what I (laughs) see.
2: Just growing a new beard. I'm really proud of it. Nah, I just seen Master of None with Aziz Ansari, his new Mm. Netflix original show. How's that? It's. Pretty good. I'm about five or six episodes in, and I'm really impressed by it. He was on uh, Stephen Colbert a couple days ago and kind of like shitted on CBS for not having enough diversity in their programming. And so he also casted his real parents to be his parents on the show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) shout out to mindy kaling for doing that in the office yeah that was a good episode too but yeah
2: yeah so casted casted his real parents his father is a doctor and uh his father is is, is kind of funny but it, it's 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 funny and uh, i think he's just gonna be one of those shows i mean he uh, from the marketing and and that conversation that he had with Stephen colbert i, I know that he uh I know that he wants it to be groundbreaking and it is, you know, just for that aspect. I think the writing is really, really good. I have to watch it and rewatch it and digest it and all of that. But he is putting a lot of uh, people of color on television and or on Netflix, which is Hey, you Netflix know.
0: is blowing
2: the fuck up. Netflix has blown the fuck up. I mean, I remember when they were just yeah. when you were just getting shit in the mail.
0: Yeah, exactly. And now you got House of Cards, the Don Cheeto one, the the other one with Idris Elba. Shout out to Ghana. Elba has a share devil.
2: Yeah, Idris Elba has a show on there. No, I'm talking about Don Cheeto
0: Oh, Don Cheeto yeah. Um, or was that oh, was that a Showtime show? Yeah, that was Showtime. That was Showtime. I just thought of it. it was House of Cards there was another show that was on there that was huge but there's also the Idris Elba one like I said that takes place in Africa and he plays like he plays like a guerrilla warfare well just like a just a horrible leader in in an African country I can't Hmm. remember it's I heard it's absolutely fucking amazing you have the entire Marvel series of Netflix shows that are coming out Daredevil Jessica Jones shout out to Marvel for getting shit done for sure oh my god have you seen the Daredevil show? no watch that after your
2: Z's, i sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. It has people of color in it, like one or two. <laughs> Good to know. That's great for me to know. Rosario well, yeah.
0: Dawson's actually in it.
2: Okay. Okay. Love That's her. Plus. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, have you seen anything else? Empire, which... I was very underwhelmed this week. I don't
0: watch it. Maria has seen it. And she watches it, and she looks at me, and she's like, you would not like this show. I've been... Have I've you seen been... it, Rodney?
1: Oh, no. I, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of Terrence
2: Howard. Mm-hmm. Tony. <laughs> Why not? Asian. Say it.
1: He, I'm just not buying him as a record mogul.
2: That's real.
1: Every movie he's in, he's like, well, maybe not Iron Man, but like, he just seems to be crying about
2: something. <laughs> Is he an Iron Man? I yeah, so in part one. Oh, what the fuck, yeah. Ryan? I know, I know. Shut up. Anyway, uh, Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> That's what he says to
0: Tony Stark. Tony, Tony, are you here, Tony? <laughs> Tony.
2: He uh um. <laughs> this Wednesday, this past Wednesday, and I'm, you know, of course, I'm gonna give it, give it an, another try because I've been with them since, you know, I really love the first season and I love these first episodes of the second season, but but something happened on Wednesday and I was just not into it. And Marissa Tomei. Ugh, I don't know what happened. Marissa what Tomei's
0: happened. in the show, so that's kind of a seller. But besides that, she actually doesn't look that good in the show.
2: I'm guessing that's she's that's the all. lead singer of this new group, Mirage. Mirage. No, no.
0: Marissa Tomei is the white chick that he tries to have threesome with before he... Oh! Because I walked in just in time to see that. I'm like, is that fucking Marissa Tomei? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, it's fucking like crazy. And then I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> away. Uh-huh. Rodney, have you seen anything? Uh, yeah. Just traffic? I just
3: saw the Peanuts movie.
0: Hold on. Hold on. Because of the fact that you're on the phone and through a speaker, I need you to enunciate that really well so we could be clear of what movie you've seen. Did he say
2: the penis movie? Exactly.
0: (laughs) I just saw the
3: Peanuts movie.
2: Oh. I was like, what penis movie is there? What new penis movie is this? Roy's like, you have my attention. (laughs) Guess what I'm I'm just going to see.
0: Exactly.
2: Where did you see this? Oh, I had another one.
0: Hold on. How would you like the Peanuts movie? Yeah, the, the Peanuts movie, the one with Snoopy and Charlie Brown. Yeah, gotcha. well, that doesn't really clear it up yet. But was it a good movie?
1: <laughs> uh,
0: not really.
1: I mean, it it, it was about all the... If you're into that comic strip and you're into that, um, you know, the humor, I think I've kind of outgrown it. I think I'm looking back at those movies with rose-colored glasses because uh-huh. it's it's the same type of shtick. The the visual rendering of them in like 3D or whatever you want to call it is, is is pretty great. But, you know, they had, of course, Snoopy and the Red Baron and Charlie Brown trying to play sports and, uh, you know, Peppermint Patty and all the gang, um, all your favorite characters. they fucking- Lesbian still in the show? Perman and Patty and uh, I forgot what her her name is. uh... Goggles. With her
0: um, <laughs> I, I couldn't remember her name either.
1: Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, if you if you love nostalgia and you love the old, you know, the old jokes and everything, then you'll really enjoy the movie. But I don't know. I, I think I might have just outgrown that that humor and that that genre. Maybe I don't know. It happens. Yeah. What did you? Kind of brings me into um, our new, or also new segment, down the rabbit hole, which I also saw. Hold
0: on, hold what on, also saw? hold on. Roy had another thing that
2: he saw. I seen oh, last night. Right. I seen last night. I seen Spotlight with uh, with Michael Keaton and Mark Ruffalo about a uh, about like Catholic priests in Boston and this whole crazy ass. Shout out to Boston. Yeah. Shout out to Boston. <laughs> yeah, uh, just a um, a story that they that a newspaper had to uncover about you know some deep shit. So I seen that last night.
0: Priest and shit. And it, yeah,
2: priest and shit. Yeah, it was a huge thing. And so yeah. Was it good? It was all right. It was all right. Was, I mean, was there, there was a of- there's a story that I think s- that sells itself. You know what I mean? That story sells itself, and so it was hard to. So you don't need a movie on it. I mean, not that you didn't need a movie, but I wanted more as far as performances and storytelling. It just didn't. I don't think it was as best as it could be it may be it may get nominated for whatever it is and i seen that mark ruffalo fell into this new character and they probably mastered some uh mannerisms of the actual lawyers and uh and newspaper reporters but for it to be on screen i think that it it needed more it fell short yeah
0: all right Ronnie. so what were you saying about the uh down the rabbit hole new segment that we have to try on a day that has to be complicated enough <laughs>
3: Uh,
1: our our other new segment, Down the Rabbit Hole, where we talk about what we got caught watching on YouTube that led us into another YouTube video and another YouTube video and another YouTube video. Another YouTube video.
0: Oh, my God. All right. Video? I totally have uh, one, one of these ready. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, my Down the Rabbit Hole of uh, videos on YouTube this week is uh, 8-bit movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Speaking of Mark Ruffalo and uh, and Batman in the same movie, um, I got caught up watching the Guardians of the Galaxy 8-bit movie, which is amazing. And I just got stuck in this cycle of, oh, I, I don't know, I should have wrote down who's been putting these out. But um, these videos are awesome. They basically recap all your favorite movies in 8-bit with, like, music and characters and everything. So um, I just recently discovered that.
0: Hell oh, yeah, that's, that, that's actually really interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. For people that have seen the movies. Because they will spoil it if you haven't seen them. I started by watching. The office bloopers again. On YouTube. Which I've seen a million times. And from there it branched into. Whose line is it anyway? Bloopers. (laughs) And just like the favorite scenes out of them. And that has to be some of the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like you want to see me laugh like Ronnie. With the whole I like turtles thing. It's that. (laughs) Like if whose line is it. Whose line is it anyway? Said I like turtles. Then it'd be perfect for the both of us. You there, Ronnie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Roy. So what you got? Have you do you do you watch YouTube very often? Not really. Oh, I go fucking insane.
2: I mean, I do, but but it's not a rabbit hole. No, not at all. I I'm pretty boring, I guess, when it comes when it comes to that. It's uh, I, I watch a lot of um, a lot of like Breakfast Club interviews with rappers and whoever's on.
0: So Breakfast Club, not the John Hughes movie, but nah. more, the, more the uh the radio show. Charlemagne
2: the God, and all that Charlemagne stuff. the God, yeah. Good morning, yeah. yeah. I've seen, Sorry. I've seen a few. <laughs> Sorry, I went, guys. I went, no,
0: I went down a rabbit hole with that one time just to see them go off on Kanye and stuff, and uh, see Charlemagne go off on a few people.
2: <laughs> Charlemagne's a dick. Yeah, he's. he's an I love show, him. He's he's awesome. He's funny as fuck.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on.
1: So, if you have any YouTube videos that you need us or you think we should check out, feel free to call our hotline. Let us know about them. 385 743
0: 8854. Or fuckpie utjh. F-U-K-P-I-E utjh. All right. It's... You used to call me on my. Don't do it. Don't do it. I finally got clear of all that shit. Don't do it. Used to, used to. Alright, moving on to the corrections department. Rodney, what are we at?
3: Alright, corrections from the last couple episodes. Chris Kyle was who Bradley Cooper played in the American Sniper. Mm-hmm. Very, very sorry about that. Missing uh Getting it wrong on the Veterans
0: Day Week podcast. Yeah. So ashamed of that. Very big apologies. We Um, have have something to counterbalance that coming up real soon, though. Go ahead. Yeah. That also won one, exactly one Oscar
3: for sound editing, which is bullshit, because that was an awesome movie. What Um, did? And, uh,
0: hold on, what won won that Oscar? Uh, Sound editing. Who did?
3: American Sniper.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah. Only Oscar won. That sucks. Yeah.
3: Sad. You (laughs) would have think that movie would have hit the mark.
0: Oh, this fucking guy, sniper hit the mark. He's clever. <laughs> <laughs> Randy's one hell of a wordsmith. We got a <laughs> rapper and a wordsmith over here. I'm, I'm very fortunate. Any other corrections?
3: Uh, yeah, the episode, the episode of Agents of Shield featuring prominently featuring Elizabeth Henstrich uh, was called 4,722 Hours. Which, if you're into that show, that's an amazing episode, by the way. Elizabeth Henstrich, I'm really
0: Yes, very. Yeah. It, uh, those are the mistakes that
3: I noted in the past couple of episodes, but don't fault us for that.
0: Because we all make mistakes in life, mm-hmm. and we all have regrets. But whatever your regrets are, paying too much for insurance should not be one of them. So for seriously good coverage at a seriously low rate, call
3: 312-945-6254, <laughs> or visit their website and get a free quote today. Their website's at aliminsurance.com, that's A-L-I-M for a limb.
0: Because they're not going to charge you an arm and a leg. All right, moving on to the, well, we did fuck yous. Uh, we don't really have a comic cliff notes today. Do you have a left or right? Are you moving at all, Rodney? No, I'm still not moving. Holy fuck, man. Which should probably bring us into the really, really segment. <laughs> all right, so the really, really segment is not unlike our fuck you department, but it's more just something that we're frustrated with in this world that we just want to point out very succinctly and with a nice little really really at the end of it. <laughs> so today i want to bring up the fact that i have this whole system jerry rigged in the worst fucking way and it's for for the guy that's not the tech guy of this podcast it really kind of sucks that i don't know what the fuck i'm doing so this really really is more pointed at me like so we don't have any backup system really Really? really so i might not have necessarily my own shout out, but i have my own really really in this fucking episode <laughs> roy
2: i feel like i'm i'm being put
0: on the spot <laughs> That's part of the show, bro. I know. And I don't say bro because you're black, but just in general.
2: I don't want to sound like I'm conceited or anything, but on the way here, I stopped into a Walgreens and this girl was like, where'd you get your shoes? And I was like, champ sports. And she was like, oh, okay. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I thought that she would have been like, oh, I like your shoes after that. But she was just like, "Nope, where'd you get your shoes? And I thought about making it a status, but then I don't want to be like super cynical. So I don't type shit like that that I think all the time, you know, so
0: that was it What the fuck is Facebook for if you're not just posting shit that's on your mind all the time?
2: It says what's on your mind Yeah, I think it's weird. Oh, so speaking of Facebook, something. (laughs) I stopped Facebook for a while. Like, I completely shut down my, or at least I thought I did, shut down my account just because I felt like, you know, I was giving way too much time to Facebook. But uh, I logged on like two weeks ago or whatever, and it said, have fun on Facebook tonight. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Really? (laughs) That's my really, like, I swear to God it said that. Have you seen that? No. There's a, yeah, there's a, there's a message when you log on, I guess, at a certain time, and it said, have fun, enjoy Facebook tonight, or have fun on Facebook tonight, and I was like, back up, Facebook, like, that's, (laughs) it's like the club, you know?
0: Oh, fuck. All right, go ahead, Rodney.
1: Uh, my we'll... mm. One of my really, really moments this week is, uh, my car hasn't moved in three and a half hours on I-55. <laughs> really?
3: <laughs> Fucking wow. Really? But Really. <laughs>
1: My spin on Really Really this week is, rumor has it, well, I guess it's not a rumor because I've seen pictures, Russell Wilson of the Seattle Seahawks, and this man just earned a whole new level of respect for me, decided to throw his girlfriend, Sierra, a 30th birthday party. And his instructions to her were specifically, find yourself a Catwoman costume, we're going out. It's a surprise. So what I heard was he dressed up full head-to-toe Batman costume, picked her up in a Batmobile, and took her to a party that forced everyone who attended to dress up in a superhero costume. Wow. That's my, that's my, really? Really? (laughs) Oh, this week. Also, what's rumored to be reported by the couple is that they are not having sex until they get married. Okay.
0: Really? (laughs) there better at least be some finger banging I'm (laughs) just going to say that
1: I don't know Russell Wilson sounds like he's scrambling from a lot more than defenseman oh zing (laughs) which I also saw as a picture from this party, uh, Beyonce dressed up as Storm, which uh-huh. put Halle Berry to shame because she is spot on, like comic book accurate version of Storm.
2: Yeah, she really? killed it. she killed it. Yeah, Beyonce has been going off the last couple of years with her with her uh, costumes. But I've seen those pictures. She slayed. Yeah, unbelievable. And that's that's without the help of Fox movie studios. Right, right. Just can't believe it, Cotton. The next day, they dressed up as characters from Coming to America. And so, Beyonce...
0: She's your queen to be.
2: Sorry. It's all good. (laughs) I was with you. (laughs) So, she was a flower girl. (laughs) I don't know why... (laughs) Why you got me over here acting a fool? We're
0: yeah. just saying an excerpt from fucking coming to America. Really? Yeah. Really? Really? <laughs> <laughs>
2: And, and did it well. We were together. I mean, I was pretty proud of it, to be <laughs> honest. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, Jay was the king of Zamunda. Blue Ivy was the woman that Eddie Murphy was supposed to marry in the beginning. That was like. Whatever kind of movie. Exactly. That you like. <laughs> whatever you like. <laughs> it was cute. It was a cute family dress up Halloween. So. Yeah.
0: Should've dressed her up like Oha,
2: the fat guy with, like, the little fucking minion <laughs> and everything. The guy that sings the song. No, no, no. She's about to be a beauty queen. She's gonna be so mad at her parents if they sent her off like that. Beauty queen?
0: She, that little girl's hideous.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna say Who
3: it. was the first girl that uh, Eddie Murphy was supposed to marry in that movie? <laughs> I
2: can't.
0: Like I think her, 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 her name, name
2: is, like, Vanessa... Her
0: real name or her...
2: Stage Isn't it like Vanessa Bell Calloway or something like that? I think that's her name. That was wow, the fr-
0: that's, a, that's a deep cut. Pull. Was she
3: Was she in any other movies? That's another underrated hot chick. Really?
2: Right. Yeah, she's beautiful. I forgot what else she was in, but but her other roles were of course, you know, way more developed than than that one. She was strictly a beauty queen in that film just to just to be, whatever you like. <laughs> whatever you she like. Your discretion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um. She probably couldn't score any
1: other roles because she was just, you know, <laughs> she would talk to her agent. Yeah, what, what kind of movie are you looking to be in?
0: Whatever kind of movie you like. <laughs> <laughs> nice setup, Rodney. Whatever you like. Alright, moving on to comic cliff notes for the day. <laughs> Cliff notes. Alright, so today's comic cliff notes is going to be on Jim Wilson. First appearance in Incredible Hulk, number 131, September 1970. Growing up as tough street kid, no one ever gave Jim Wilson a break, so it was perhaps no surprise that he was destined to become friends with the well-known outsider, the Hulk. Jim was homeless and starving when he snatched the woman's purse. However, he became overcome with guilt and left the purse where the woman could find it. Let's see. Wilson agreed to help the Hulk find Banner and avoid the army, and the Hulk's sense of loyalty to Wilson grew. Wilson is also the uh, family member to Sam Wilson who is the Falcon otherwise known as the new Captain America he died from AIDS he is as far as I'm concerned the first comic book character I've ever known to bring up HIV and AIDS and Roy was talking a little bit about diversity he's he's a black man with AIDS and you know he died in the 90s when at the time it wasn't talked about anything having to do with homosexuality and stuff like that and you didn't have people dealing with serious issues and this is when comic books started to take a much more serious turn Mm -hmm. and I don't believe he was gay in the series but he also worked at a clinic where in that series he was taking care of somebody else who was dying of AIDS whose partner at the time was being attacked by this supervillain. so it was a really cool story and it brought that disease to the forefront in my memory that's the first time I've ever really saw anything having to do with AIDS and cared about it and like Rick Jones hands were cut and Sam's chest was split open and he didn't want to put his hands in there you know like he Here's his friend dying, but he's also scared of getting AIDS at the same time. For sure. And the Hulk shows up and he's like, Don't worry about it, I'm immune and he just like grabs him and you know, jumps over to the nearest hospital. Shout out to the fucking Hulk for that shit. For real. So Jim Wilson is six feet tall, two hundred pounds, brown eyes, black hair, uh kinda has like those mini dreads. So who do you, who would you get to play him in a movie? That's usually our next question. I'm, i want that somebody that can stupid. act. <laughs> Maybe uh I think Don Cheadle could pull up a look like that. I love don cheeto i think don cheeto can do it didn't
2: don cheeto have Dreads yeah. once upon a yes. time what film was that what movie was that where he was
0: dreaded out It wasn't meteor man was it no meteor man he had the gold hair but I, I know what movie you're thinking about i just can't exactly think of what it is right now rodney
3: how about um
1: mikhail uh why can't i think of his last name
0: oh name. the guy from childish gambino donald glover the guy yeah donald glover
1: actually yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Danny Glover's kid. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that sounds pretty spot on. For sure. So this has been Comic Cliff Notes, the Jim Wilson edition.
2: You've just been schooled. I'm fascinated.
0: Booyah! That's that's the beauty of Comic Cliff Notes, that you get to see. Yeah, that guy's not a superhero. You know, he has no superpowers. Uh, there's nothing outlandishly special about him, but he's a guy that made an impact on my life. Mm-hmm. So. Who knew? Right? Who'd have thunk it? All right. Moving on. All right. So moving on to the Uchi movie game so here's how the uchi movie game works. oh you you've heard the past few episodes i don't yeah. know if you've heard yeah. the newest one but you know how this game works Where i think so i'm gonna I'm give movie quotes i'm gonna give movie quotes ronnie's gotta guess the movie okay. in as few moves as possible up to three. He gets a point for each one. Okay. If he gets that one, we move on to another movie. He has to guess that movie in as few quotes or up to three quotes as possible. And then he has to find out who's in both movies. Okay. Okay.
2: He's ready. I believe in him. I believe in Rodney. Let's
0: see. uh, Let's see. All right, Rodney, you ready? Ready. You're asking me to be rational. That is something that I know I cannot do. Believe me, I wish I could just wish away my feelings, but I can't.
3: Chasing Amy.
0: Is incorrect for one point. (laughs) <laughs> all right quote number two movie one Everything else you're gonna get too easily that's what's hard all right quote number two she covered the cameras i don't think she liked me watching her star wars episode two is correct for one point yeah. bing, 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 bing. <laughs> All right, let's see. All right, you ready, Rodney? Yep. This is the second movie, quote, one, for three points. You know, I believe that true focus lies somewhere between rage and serenity. X-Men First Class. It's correct for (laughs) one point, for a total of four points so far. Now, who is in both movies?
3: Wait, this is for four points, isn't
0: it? You got one for Chasing Amy, one for episode three or episode two, yeah, one for that. Yes, this is for four points. Sorry, I'm not usually the one that scores this shit. This is something that I did not notice until yesterday, speaking of watching these Star Wars movies. I was like, I didn't know this person was in this fucking movie. Hmm. Has a speaking role in everything.
3: x Men first class, huh? Is it, is it January Jones?
0: Is incorrect for, what was that, four points now? Yeah. Incorrect. Are right, you ready? Yeah. All right. I don't think it, I know it. Things move around in here by themselves. I walk into the kitchen at night to get a drink. I can feel eyes on me. This tantrums is incorrect for five points. All right, next quote. This is the first line of a joke, right? A guy comes home to find his wife with a priest. That's the. That's the quote.
2: Yes. Is he cheating? Is he googling on his phone? No, he says he doesn't
0: even have a signal. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bastard yeah. <laughs> stuck out in the middle of nowhere. Can't even fucking talk to anybody. So besides you. Just send us some pictures.
3: I have, I have no idea. Is oh.
0: it Is incorrect. Wow. All right. Final quote for this movie. I don't even know how many points are on that. A parasite. She befriended your astral body and lured you into the further, just as Dalton has been. A parasite. Is, it is correct. Now who's in episode two? Oh,
3: fucking bird.
0: It's <laughs> <is> correct. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this has Wait, been. The...
3: Why was she in episode two? Was she the assassin?
0: No, she's uh Padme's assistant, who's all like, "I feel for you, my lady." When she goes, when right before she goes on the transport back to wherever fucking planet that she goes to, uh... when 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 Anakin first starts traveling with her, just the two of them
3: was she credited for that
0: movie? Yes, she is an IMDB for the movie. Wow, that's a good poll. Thank you. Thought you liked that. <laughs> if you guys think that you beat Rodney's score, hit us up with your score on the Facebook page, Facebook.com slash hashtag spell out UTJH. Let us know how you did. All right, moving on to our left or right segment for today. Left, 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 right, left. Left or right? January Jones versus Rose Byrne. (laughs) I got to go Rose Byrne on that one. Yeah,
3: I'm going to go blonde.
0: You're going to go January Jones over Rose Byrne?
3: Yeah, I think so.
0: Wow. Roy? I like that name, January Jones. Mm, Rose Byrne, though. Byrne with a Y. Of course. Of course, because you know. Got to class it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You ever see Bridesmaids? Yeah, of course. You know the chick that, uh, like the real hoity-toity one that was trying to do all the fancy shit in the movie? Yes. That's Rose Byrne. Oh, word. And January Jones is, have you ever seen Mad Men? Don Draper's original wife, the blonde one? No. She has, she has rated one of the worst episodes of Saturday Night Live ever. That sucks. Yeah, I need to see how she looks. Sorry, she's definite eye candy. Don't get me wrong. Like she's she's a pretty woman. She just I'm a I'm a brunette kind of guy. January Jones. Yeah, I know I like dudes. I mean, what the fuck? Huh? No, she's cute. Yeah, but you could have. I mean, we've done an episode where we said which which guy we'd fuck.
2: I know, which was so funny because I, I that was hilarious. <laughs> That was really funny you you guys were talking about like Chris Pratt and Chris Evans Evans yeah, um but we're talking mm. Rose Byrne or January Jones. I would just go with January Jones because I like her name, but
0: she's cute. Uh, it looks like I got beaten out by one and a half point I guess if you if you count just a name you can't half count I mean names. what's in the name
2: a rose Everything. by any, a rose
0: by any other name would still smell as sweet Ah, that
2: was so good. <laughs> That was good.
3: Yeah, but, uh, you should win. Always gets your rock hard. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> all right,
2: moving
0: moving on to our open forum. Now, open forum is just anything that we want to talk uh, about. On, you,
3: gotta, you gotta say that joke was
2: solid. You gotta what? You gotta say the joke was solid. It was solid. Solid as a rock. I was about to say solid, solid as a rock. rock. He's kind of clever.
0: Ronnie, ronnies I can't even fucking put into words, the shit that comes out of his mouth every once in a while. I like it. Better out than in. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on to open forum where we kind of just talk about anything that's really on our mind at this time. I was telling Roy that next week I was planning on, I've actually penciled in Cam Diesel. Into the show Right nice. uh, Yes Which would be nice To have the two of you On there Both hip hop artists Would you consider yourself Underground right now Just because you're not Mainstream Or is it one of those Because some people Are underground Not because They want necessarily to necessarily Be underground Like they're, they're underground like because Tupac. They're, Fuck 2 He's trying to be funny Digital Oh
2: no Don't you dare
0: <laughs> But Don't I mean I mean more like a <laughs> 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 i mean more like uh underground in terms of uh like i understand like, what you like, like jurassic five is underground they want to stay underground sure. they're you know they want more of the uh political style raps and stuff like that yeah sort of like how outcast used to be and stuff like that do you consider yourself as a guy that wants to maintain his fan base as an underground kind of thing like you know oh you never heard of royale like you know keep it low or do you want your name on the fucking papers you want to be up in lights kind of thing kind of you know, how, how do you how do you see yourself your your goal for that?
2: Because not everyone says that that they want to make that kind of money. You know, like I I don't know. I think everybody wants that kind of money. I don't know if everybody wants that kind of attention. I don't know if everybody that- wants wants the wants to make the sacrifices that come mm-hmm. with that status and that's a you know that's a lot of it a, a lot of times with celebrity and with the amount of money that you're going to be making you can't have those political stances you can't be that person and so that keeps people on the underground as far as me, I always want more honor and integrity and truth are all things that I uh, those things are part of my brand. Oh fuck. Did it stop?
0: Ronnie Ronnie got uh hung up on for whatever reason.
2: Oh no. You can keep uh those are things that are part of my brand and so those Sorry. Okay. I forgot that it was getting fucking weak. <laughs> <laughs> You good? Yeah, I uh, probably drove through a dead zone, but I'm not getting uh, internet,
0: actually, anymore, and I can't, I'm not sure if my GPS is working, but hopefully. Are you moving? You. Yeah, I'm moving. Hey!
2: Nice. take. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, what's your ETA?
0: Uh, I can't
2: talk because my GPS isn't working. Oh, true. Nice. So, about... Six hours. So you were saying? Far? No, I was just saying as far as me, you know, this is a brand. This, it's a brand new campaign with with the music that I'm making now, and uh you know, you always want want more. I I feel new. I feel like a new artist, although I've put out, you know, I've been on the scene for for a while, and and put out three projects before this. Yeah, I've been to a few of your
0: shows back in the day. That was yes. A lot of
2: fun. Yes, I remember. And uh we're just going to start that all over again. You know, I was intimidated at first and really trying to properly plan everything around all of the other things that are going on besides music, but music is just my calling and I just feel brand new all over again and and have learned some things, and so uh, I would consider myself underground. But it takes a long, a lot of times it takes a long time. You know, you a lot of times you never really see all the work that somebody comes in uh, or has put in by the time they pop. You know, some some people are putting in ten plus years before they get that one hit.
0: I mean, look at Jay Z, like all the time spent with Jazz O and stuff, and making shitty records. I mean, studying back then he he's nothing compared to what he was by like volume three volume three and like dynasty i think was my favorite jay-z and then like blueprint blueprint two, he changed up his style a little bit more and it, i liken it more to what he is now but then like that was i mean you had three albums before that five albums or so after that and it was, it, it was his middle album to me that was the peak of his uh performing abilities where he still had his Street side that was still anchored to the street. I mean, you can say whatever you want about Jay-Z right now, but my cousin Omar, who likes Mm Jay-Z... It's like you know he's don't get me wrong he's still a phenomenal artist but he's starting to rap about the same things and he's it's stuff that i can't relate to mm-hmm. like why do i want to keep hearing about how rich he is granted that's his life now like you write what you know i understand that but he his argument was i can't relate to him anymore
2: yeah it's one of those uh it's one of those things where where, where we talk about the beautiful struggle you know and i really would consider the that jay-z we've never really seen rappers get old, you know? This is the first time that we're, we're seeing it, but I think that we need to realize how much scrutiny we put rap under, you know, No, we we don't we don't hold any other music genre to the we don't hold any other genre to the standard that we hold rap. And if Jay-Z was still talking about drug dealing, we would be like Yo ass ain't drug dealing no more. You know what I mean? So it's so 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 you damned if you do and you damned if you don't, you know what I mean? He's a businessman and he's a hyper capitalist and so you know he knows his way around the money and all that and he made his money off his last album before it was even released. At least he was paid five million dollars from Samsung. Genius. You know what I mean? It was Genius a, yeah, move. he's just make he makes power moves and it was fantastic. But you know, and I'm the big you know, I'm the biggest Jay-Z fan, but I haven't Felt like, ugh, impressed in a while, and it's sad because you know you kind of grow out of. And Rodney was talking about you know the rose colored glasses. Uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, before, and that's true. and that's really what it is. And you know I've turned thirty two months ago, and it's that thing that's kind of weird, like you're growing out of this era of yours that you built so much of your life upon. Like like my whole adolescent I mean, for the last fifteen years, for the last. 15 15 or 16 years, you know, it was Jay-Z, I mean, amongst others, the DMX and the Rough Riders and Rockefeller Records and, and all these other people uh, who have kind of made a soundtrack to your life, and then you just don't see them anymore, the music is changing, it's a very weird time to, to be, because, I mean, it's a, it's a you're ushering in a new age (laughs) kind of and it's very weird to to be experiencing this because i want some and you depend on great music from the people that you've come up listening to but i don't know if it's happening anymore and it could be that you've grown out of it or that they just aren't you know i mean you can't find that happy medium jay-z can't jay-z can talk about i mean i love flossy records you can never talk about being too rich for me (laughs) like i love that but i understand what you're saying especially and and so many people do because so many people use hip-hop as a conduit you know so many people attach themselves to this and and attach themselves to the culture because they're saying something that you can relate with
0: i read an article once that said once an artist has a greatest hits album the, re- rap- the relevancy drops rapidly after that
2: that's funny i've never heard that but everybody has that sentiment everybody feels that way for sure
0: and i, I read that i was like huh tiny west has the greatest hits album does he I think so all well, he had a greatest hits in terms of his beats album. he like, didn't choose like that back, no that's think, some I shit somebody some made people. but there, i mean there are plenty of rappers out there that have what <laughs> even, even if it's not called the greatest hits there are plenty of people out there that want to stay relevant, you know, that have these these albums that, like you said, rose-colored glasses. I mean, DMX, case in point, you know, like DMX's raps, the ones that stick with you, you know, Rough Riders Anthem, mm-hmm. um, everything off of like his second and third album st- stick with you in, in, in a good way. And they bring back memories and it's all good and well, but I mean, Eminem, okay? Eminem's a guy, his second and third album, beautiful. Yeah. And everything that came after that. You weren't impressed with it anymore because he set the bar too high for himself. And it was him rapping about the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And his newest album was great. He got back to, you know, being a a lyricist again, you know, making, having fun. You could tell he was having fun again in in the album. But you don't have, like, it's the, the people that we want to keep making that great music are either running out of ideas or they just can't do it anymore which, it's
2: which is sad it's i mean like where's buster Rhymes? anarchy right. buster
0: Rhymes' anarchy blew my fucking mind
2: yeah where's he now well he is on an episode of master of none <laughs> <laughs> he is on the third i think it was the third or fourth episode of, of master of none which is very interesting but i don't know we could be child we could be being childish as far as what we're ex- what we're expecting because you just can't a lot of times you just can't replicate moments and feelings. I mean, the thing that made a lot of these albums successful is kind of like where you were and when you listen to it and how you listen to it. And these, I mean, the old, guys, they old guys now, they old guys now. And, and, you know, I think it would probably be silly and irresponsible of us to be trying to replicate that feeling. Somebody asked me what my top five was Ooh. and I put Eminem in my top five. Yeah. And she looked at me. and She was like, really? really, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and, and, and made me think like, damn, you know, like I know the feeling that Eminem gave me. I remember dedicating one of my walls to Eminem, you know, like I had a Jay-Z wall, I had an Eminem wall. Okay. And I had 50 on my wall. Rodney, you ready? Top
0: five favorite rappers of all time. And that could be rap groups. That,
2: that just caught me off guard. Today. Today. Your yeah. top five today. Your top five my will top, change tomorrow. Uh, will my, your top five change tomorrow? Probably
0: not. My top five goes back to my top five that it was in, like, 02 which is Jay-Z, Busta Rhymes, Tribe. The Roots will always have a special place in my heart Where? just because I saw them live. And um, I want to say Pharrell, but he really doesn't count as a rapper to me. So I'm going to go old school Kanye West.
2: But you love you loved Star Trek. Like you, you, oh my you, God! You love them. I mean, the I clips. He, I, I mean, the it, clips
0: is is another fucking perfect example.
2: Well, I'm gonna put Pusha in my top five. Pusha's is sir. amazing.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm gonna put Pusha on there too. Yeah. Pusha's come out with stuff. You know what? I'm gonna change that to Lupe Fiasco. Okay. Lupe was what I needed at the time because with this, with the whole world revolving around drug dealing at the time, drug dealing was the, the hot topic. And, and money. And stuff. Yeah. And you got yeah, a guy yeah, talking yeah. about chilling with the girl skateboarding. I'm like, yeah, there kick you go. Push. Yeah. Yep, yep. He had a whole song talking about how the verses were ganging up on another verse. (laughs) And I was just like, who? How do you write that shit? Yeah, yeah. Um, The remix to Everybody Knows by Mm N.E.R.D. Pusha, Kanye. Awesome, beautiful, yeah, masterpiece. So yeah. that I think that's my I think that's my five. Uh, Jay Z's definitely on there. Eminem's always going to be. I on see
2: there. that nice little box down there that you have. You are committed. Yeah. I have to say you you are a Jay Z fan. I'm gonna say Jay Jay is mine. And and I know I mean I, we're giving Rodney time to think because yeah. we asked him this question <laughs> first, right? So he's thinking Jay Z, Kanye, old Kanye, because new Kanye is nothing compared to
0: old Kanye. Like Kanye, the fir- the, first, Kanye. The, no, the first Kanye. three albums of Kanye is not who we get in the last year. And yeah, people mature and move on. Doesn't mean I have to like who they've matured into. But
2: what are you talking about? Are you talking about just this last album? Or are you talking the about... The last
0: album. 808 and
2: Heartbreak. Don't was, you... Was good.
0: That was
2: incredible. Was good. I don't know if it was
0: incredible. Do was, you know how
2: many people... How You wouldn't have any of these artists if, if there he, was no 808s.
0: He was still sampling a lot of stuff. And that might have been the end of, of an age of fun production to me. Everything after that became too bass heavy to me. And that's not. I mean, you you remember how it was? I used to be all about just producers for a while. I
2: remember.
0: And I mean, you look at Timbaland. You look at the Neptunes back in the era that I was listening to them, and mm-hmm. it's it's lighthearted beats with a lot of percussion, a lot of a lot of uh synth, synth sounds. And now you listen to Drake or you listen to these new rappers, and it's ninety eight percent bass, which is and it that's not music to me. Chad Hugo from the Neptunes said said it the best. He's like. The beat is supposed to take you for a ride. You feel that bass hit. It's going to get you to move up a little bit. And that kick comes in and hits you in your neck. And it gets you to start bobbing. Mm -hmm. And the whole, like, the grinding beat. That's a song with just heavy bass. But then you also have that, which just overlays on that track so beautifully in a way that you don't hear that kind of stuff now. Everyone's so, everyone wants to be that hardcore rapper. Everyone wants to be in your face and stuff. Hotline Bling, for as much shit as that song gets, is a beautifully orchestrated song production-wise to me.
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely beautiful. And the instrumental that to that got me freestyling for the first time in forever. Just in my kitchen by myself, you know.
2: We go way back.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah
2: which you just reminded me about when you started making all these sounds with your mouth. We had a show on the South Side. People were charging $30 to get in, and Tupac's manager was there. And Remember that? Yeah. That's okay, but whatever. Yeah, that just blew my mind. As far as the music, I mean, music is very representative of a time. Of a time we can't go back. We can't go back as much as we want to. We can't go back to Kanye and the Chipmunk sounds and the. You know what I mean? We can't. We want I love to. It though. We can go back to. We we want the soul. We want the I Chipmunk sounds. We want that. We can't go back to that. If somebody dropped something like that today, we would be looking at them crazy and I'm the whole him, situation, like, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, i don't know i just feel like i just feel like the music has to represent the time and and, and we don't matter anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we don't matter anymore i'm we're, 31 years old so yeah I'm i mean 30. It,
0: it's it's like they say once you hit 33 your music tastes change for or your music tastes uh, what is it you don't like new music anymore or i don't it's, want it's to hard, not, it's harder for you to get into new music
2: i would agree with that i would agree with that but i also i, I just try to keep my ear you know very fine-tuned to
0: it, it's different for you because you want to evolve with the with the trends in a way Mm. if you want to stay relevant jay-z doesn't really have to do that
2: oh jay-z definitely has to do it jay-z does do it jay-z sets the trends
0: in a lot of ways jay-z
2: used to set the trends this is the first time that you see jay-z not necessarily in control or he is jay-z is a genius and so you may be seeing jay-z without seeing jay-z jay-z is written on beyonce's album the album that you know I, i what she say, I stopped the world, you know, she wrote, he wrote on that album, but Jay-Z plays those games, and Jay-Z has been playing those games for the last five years, Jay-Z will come out and say, 30's the new 20, I'm still hot still, I'm, I'm so hot still, he was 39 when he made that song, so you were closer to 40 than you were to 30, but he's playing this young game, he knows that hip-hop is a young game, and that, those, that was the first time that I seen Jay-Z's insecurities, Jay-Z is basically like, scared to get old, you know, he doesn't know what's going to to happen, like he's a boss. Yeah, but right. he's doing it in. So I digress. I didn't mean to cut you off from your list. So you got Jay Z and Kanye. Who else would you? Oh, I still him? have a list to do. Jay, Kanye. I like Pusha. I like Pusha T a lot. Um, I'm also going to add Nas. I'm going to say who's my last? Drake. Oh shit! I didn't say Kendrick. Hmm. So can I do this over again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Jay-Z, I'm going to say Kanye, I'm going to say Kendrick, Drake, and Pusha. Leaving
0: Nas out of it, huh? it's a bold statement I agree I agree that I,
2: I would never put Nas on,
0: on my top 5 I'm surprised,
2: what? I'm surprised let's talk about that I'm surprised why Biggie, I'm surprised Biggie's not in there cause they're legendary they're legendary Biggie and Biggie and Pac but I feel
0: yeah Biggie Biggie and Pac are in a world all their own that I get haven't heard enough of Kendrick's stuff I think Nas isn't relevant at all right now Still Dreaming I think is my last favorite Nas track with Kanye and the soulful music that he used to make it's sad it's, it's rough to see that kind of shit because like the the rivalry that was Jay-Z versus Nas changed the entire world of hip-hop for me for a while Mm-hmm. in in an awesome way because you had people feuding without a, ever getting violent which is what biggie and tupac were um obviously so all right Roddy, do you have your five
3: uh yeah i'm gonna reach a little further back i think i'm wrapping my like formative years like sugar hill Kang, run dmc beastie boys and i was gonna i was gonna be i was gonna bring up how we haven't brought up uh tupac and biggie
0: he's so cute How old is Rodney? Rodney's older than us. (laughs) Rodney was, uh, Rodney was born in 79. Womp, womp, womp.
2: Okay. So he was born when hip-hop was born. Yeah i get it that's legit then so yeah like for him the big in 2 by thing was i more, think that needs to happen yeah. i think though i think we yeah. could, we should never and it's so funny because and i'm gonna say this really quick it's so funny because we were having um a conversation i did a presentation earlier this week uh on open access and on open access and open source you know which is just you know software and People have, you know, access to whatever. But we talked about how people can create a new source without crediting the old source and put that in the bullshit file. <laughs> so it's so I think that's absolutely legitimate that you I mean, we have to we all always have to credit our architects for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean,
3: I mean. I, I think I just, I would open with that only because the restrict to a top five is, I mean, it's almost unfair because...
2: It's hard. Rap
3: in and of itself, you can you can dissect it into multiple genres within the genre. So it, it's kind of even hard to say, like, okay, top five rappers throw them out there.
2: I mean, it's very, yeah. it's, it's almost impossible. It's, it's, it's kind of like asking you your, you know, favorite movies and you'll be like, well, what kind of movies? These are my favorite gangster movies. These are my favorite. So I get that and that's and that's something that I've never really even heard before as far as like uh well what kind of rap? These are my favorite this this these are my top five underground rappers, these are my top five East Coast rappers, these are my th- you know what I mean? I get that. That's a that's big. because you know, 'cause five
3: years five years in rap is like that's a that's a whole different animal. Very true. You know? I yeah. mean, you, if you just even look at the three Blueprint albums that Jay Z put out, like, they're totally different. Mm-hmm. So, it's, you can't even really, like... It's almost like you have to do, like, a macro genre in and of itself. I mean, it's almost like like your example, to that extent... Like, if you could say, okay, what are your five favorite comedies? Well, there are different kinds of comedies. There are, like, the physical comedies. Mm-hmm. There's the, you know, the intelligent comedies. Mm-hmm. There's the romantic comedies. There's the...
2: You know, Frat comedies. comedies. Yeah, yeah. You
0: know? It's the one of Rom-coms.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: That's rom-com. That's rom-com. No bromance. Oh, that's frat. Yes and no. Anyway, <laughs> let's, let's move on to our promotional segment. This part was going a little long, so let let's speed it along as as we like to say on the show. Uh, cue the Mario Brothers. Hurry up, music. <laughs> Alright, so, obviously we want to promote You're Gonna Get Disease. Sorry that you guys didn't get a chance to come to the show. Hope to have you on really soon. Shout out to Cam Diesel getting shit done for our veterans. His Stars and Gripes show is blowing up here in Chicago. Much love to him. He's actually traveling around a little bit. Uh, he's gonna be on the show. He hit me up on Facebook and sent me a text message saying how badly he wants to be back on the show. We love that kind of support. We love the fact that here's a guy that's starting to blow up a little bit, but he's not forgetting the fact that he's been on this show before and we, we love him all the the more for it also a fellow hip hopper so we'd like to have you back if you're free next sunday as well follow us on that just happened we are all over the place at utjh podcast on twitter just hashtag on any social media site will be I was going to say walking around checking, but we'll be around checking. Listen to Something Gates, the podcast with Jared and Steve. Great, great guys. Jared and I were talking that they are what feel like the amalgam between both us and you're going to get a disease with the serious topics with the jokes like you're going to get a disease and the nerd side with the white and nerdy that they have. So shout out to you guys. Jared, again, thanks so much for having me at your house, the Candy Castle. Appreciate all <laughs> that. Uh, make sure to listen to Das Drunk. The podcast where guys get drunk and try to have a podcast (laughs) Sort of like the opposite of us Where we have a podcast and we eventually end up getting drunk And the Vagina Dialogues With Mama Claire With the female perspective on uh, Podcasting and Really not that different from any of our shows Just get some ladies talking which is kind of nice Roy do you have anything that you want to promote right now? Some of your music
2: Soundcloud.com slash Roy Kinsey There's new music up there I'm on Instagram at Roy Kinsey Twitter at Roy Kinsey I will be having a kinsey is k-i-n-s-e-y yes like the kinsey report the sex therapist mm-hmm. sure that's me and and reading came first my podcast will be launching january 2016 so only uh, about a month and a half away
0: maybe we'll have a joint podcast one day
2: oh i definitely see that for us did you have fun in the show i had a great time oh also december 23rd i am having a benefit Uh, At the hideout DJ Castle and I So I'll be doing some Shout out to
0: the hideout Where Jose got married Yeah
2: for sure Yeah And the Maven Staples chair Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah Um, So the proceeds From that evening Will be going to The Broadway Youth Center Homeless Gay youth you know, not necessarily knowing their circumstances but generally saying that they were probably kicked out because they came out. They need things like the basic necessities, soap and deodorant and all those things. It's a ten dollar cover, so that will be going to Broadway Youth, Youth Center as well as if you want to bring, you know, gift cards from Walmart, Walgreens, Target, whatever, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh we do this holiday party every year around this time. And so uh this is a new charity that 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 we'll be don- donating all the, the proceeds to. But uh, that's December 23rd at The Hideout. Christmas Eve, Eve. Don't forget. Exactly. Rodney? Uh,
3: I want to promote our hotline. In case you want to be a part of the show, we appreciate it if you came on. It probably only cost you a case of care not even that because we're lightweight but um if you can make it on the show if you have a fucking you want to put out there if you want to sing talk about something you just saw if you want to throw some lyrics out there if you want to participate in our strat- satisfaction or um
0: you want us... any
3: part of the show yeah if you want to give us a call give us a call three eight five seven four three eight eight five four or j yeah
0: or if you want to send us some pictures of some naked celebrities we're down for that too so, you want to call that a podcast, Rodney? Yeah,
3: let's call it a podcast. <laughs> Signing off from all across over Illinois. I'm Rodney Cidio.
2: Um, I'm Adam Flores. I'm Roy Kinsey.
3: And um, that just happened. <laughs>
0: ba <laughs> da